1: Human love can do wonderful things, awesome things. At the same time, human love can do really awful, horrible things. I'm sure if you are not a kid, you know that. If you have never experienced it, hopefully you never experience the awfulness, the horribleness of the love of man. But that you experience the beauty and the awesomeness of even human love. The love of man can be great. And it can be also dangerous. Human love can save life or destroy it. 1 Corinthians 13.3 gives us an idea of what human love can do. It talks about how someone can give all that they have. That's 1 Corinthians 13.3. Somebody can give all that they have to the poor. Even give their body to be born, meaning give their life to die. But they still don't have the real love of God. They have human love. They can give everything they have. They can even die because of love. But they still don't have the real love of God. I think most of us know and have experienced human love in various and different degrees. We have all given love. We have all received love at one time or another. Hopefully, you still continue to give love and you continue to receive love. But today... We are looking at a different kind of love. The love of God. Amen. We are pretty familiar with human love. Praise God. Hallelujah. So today we are talking about the love of God. It's a different kind of love. God is love. God is love. So he loves. Because that's what, or that's who he is. God is love. So he loves. That's who he is. It's not just what he does. It's who he is. Everything God does is motivated by love. Even his judgment, his rebuke, his reproof, his correction, is done in love. But the scripture says that whosoever God loves, he does what? He corrects. Amen. You correct your children. Parents correct their children. Discipline their children because of love. We are all familiar with human love. But God's love is unfamiliar to us. And that's why we're talking about it. Now, Jesus made a very profound statement in John 15, 13. John 15, 13, Jesus made this very profound statement. He said, greater love, greater love has no one than this, that a man lays down his life for his friends. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. New Living Translation puts it this way, There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. The Message Bible puts it like this. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends. The Passion Translation puts it this way. For the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all. For the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all. And this great love is demonstrated when a person sacrifices his life for his friends. You see. That Jesus' statement is very deep. Why is it deep? Jesus wasn't talking about. His own kind of love. He was talking about human love. Human love. This is the greatest love. That a human can give. To another human. Soldiers do this. Hmm? The military people do this. No, They give their lives. For all the soldiers. They even give their lives. For us, so that we can have freedom. Hmm? They die. It's part of their oath. They swear to die for us, to protect us. Yeah, that's great love. It's great love. Parents do this for their children. They will lay down their lives for their children. Oh, I've had my own life. I want my children. I want this child to live, so I'm prepared to die. Let me die so that you can live. Parents will do that. It's still human love. Hmm? Lovers lovers, spouses, boys and girls, men and women would do this for each other because they love each other. They would die. One would die for the other, give their life because of love. Friends do this for friends. Real good friends would do this for their own friends, would die for their own friends. Siblings will even do this. Brothers and sisters, 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 brothers, brothers, they would do, it, do this for one another, give their life for their own family member, for their own brother, for their own sister, because they love them. And Jesus Christ said, this is the greatest kind of love, but that's human love. That's only human love. It can go to that extent, really, to the point of death. This is the greatest description and demonstration of human love, but the love of God is greater. Did you hear that? The love of God is greater, greater than the greatest human love. The love of God is greater, greater than the greatest human love. How is the love of God greater? Let's look at our text, Romans 5, Romans 5, and we'll see what kind of love is this? I mean, you won't think that there is any greater love than for someone to lay down his life for his friend. To give your life for your friend means you die and your friend lives. Meaning basically you give a gift of life. You give up your life so that your friend can live on. That's a very great love. But it's still human love. It's still human love. Now let's look at the love of God. Because the love of God is greater. The love of God is greater than than the greatest human love. Did you hear that? The love of God is greater than the greatest human love. And what is the greatest human love? That a man would do what? Lay down his life for his friend. But the love of God is greater than that. How? Let's check it out. Let's start with again Romans 5 from verse 1. It said, therefore, having been justified by faith, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. Having been justified by faith, justified by faith. What does that mean? Justified. And say Somebody is justified. It sounds like discharged and acquitted. Hmm? Sounds like that. Sounds like exonerated. You are free. You are locked up, but now you are free. You are set free. The judge says, uh, let him go. He's on a death row, let him go. Was sentenced to die, but let him go. Discharged and acquitted. But you see, the love of God, which gives us justification, is better than that. Because justification is better than being exonerated. Justification means, yes, you did it. But you are free. Even though you did it. It's not that you didn't do it. It's not that you are found to be innocent. Justification means though you did it, you are let go. But this charge and acquitted says you didn't do it. It was found out that it wasn't you. Your lawyer proved it. You know, Evidence proved it that it wasn't Ezekiah that did it. So the judge says go. But justification is again better than that. Justification says you did it but something has happened to release you. Amen. A way has been made for you to be free. Even though you did what they said you did. That's justification. And the scripture says here that having been justified by faith, we have peace. To have peace with God. God is what? God is love. Now we have peace. meaning we did not have peace before. Many we were at loggerheads with God. We are not friends of God before. We are not friends of love before. We are not in good terms with love. But now because God himself has justified us. We are now in good terms with him. We are now friends with God. We have peace. To have peace is to be in good terms. Amen. To have peace is to be in love. Love is, is peace. Amen. Love strives for peace. God is love He strives for peace. He strives to bring us to himself. Now, verse 2 says, Through whom also we we have access by faith into this grace. Whenever you see grace, you can replace it with love. Through whom also we have access by faith into this love in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, we also rejoice in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now, verse 5 says, Now, hope, this kind of hope does not disappoint. This kind of hope does not let you down. This kind of hope does not let you down. Why doesn't it disappoint you? Because it is rooted in love. Amen. This hope doesn't disappoint you because it is rooted in love. He said, because the love of God has been poured out into our heart by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. The hope that you have in God won't disappoint you. Why? Because that hope is based on God loves me, it is based on the revelation that you are loved. It says, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts. When the love of God is poured out into your heart, it means that you have a revelation of the love of God. The love of God poured out into your heart, not just into your life, not just into you, but into your heart. Into your heart. The heart is where you understand. Heart understands. So when the love of God gets into your heart, when you capture the love of God In your heart, you have a revelation. You have an understanding of the love of God. And such understanding gives you hope. And that hope doesn't disappoint. That hope doesn't let you down. Because of love. So a little girl will continue to wait until midnight. To receive the gift promised by her father. Won't go to sleep. Because she knows that my daddy loves me. She won't give up. She won't go to sleep. She will wait Until her daddy shows up because she knows, she understands, my daddy loves me. And of course, the dad that loves shows up even midnight. Amen. That hope does not disappoint because it's based on love. Amen.